Welcome to the Hospital Finance Podcast, your go-to source for information and insights that can help you stay ahead of the challenges impacting healthcare finance. And now, the host of the Hospital Finance Podcast, Michael Passanate. Hi, this is Mike Passanate, and welcome back to the Hospital Finance Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Paul Keckley, Managing Editor of the Keckley Report and a healthcare researcher and widely known industry expert. Paul recently wrote about what he sees as five combat zones in healthcare in 2018, and he's joined us to talk through these critical issues. Paul, welcome to the program. Thank you, Michael. Appreciate it. So, Paul, let's jump right in. Tell us about what you see uh, in terms of hospitals versus insurers. Well, it's a food fight. Um, Both would like to... um, climb higher in the food chain. You have more than 100 hospitals that are now sponsoring their own health plans. While you have the margins for the health insurance industry shrinking, last year the margin was 1.6%. So uh, when you have a combination of increased utilization, uh, increased pressure on cost, and two players, insurers and hospitals that seek to control more of those dollars, uh, you're going to have that normal tension. But what's unique now is um, the health insurers want to uh, be both a partner to hospitals and doctors while still controlling that revenue stream. And the hospitals have found that Uh, unless they can be uh, compensated for managing chronic diseases and preventive health, uh, they don't participate in the savings of the industry. So they feel they have to be uh, in the insurance business together uh, with their delivery system. So uh, a number of hotspots around the country, you've got insurers coming in demanding Uh, deeper discounts and you've got hospitals saying um, we are going to uh, draw a line in the sand we're going to manage those populations aggressively and we want to participate in those savings but to do that uh, we need to be on the same line with the insurers rather than subordinate to the insurers and that just creates uh, some of the control issues yeah, and next up on your list is integrated systems of health versus the federal government. Tell us about that. Well, it's an interesting uh, phenomenon. Uh, you have um, hospitals that see their inpatient business uh, increasingly as a loss leader, uh, margins that have pretty well evaporated because um, much of the patient mix is Medicare and Medicaid, where uh, those reimbursements don't cover their costs. So the systems are now expanding to um, urgent care centers, freestanding emergency centers, retail health, wellness programs. And as I mentioned before, excuse me, um, many of them in the insurance business as well. So. The federal government has always approached uh, hospitals as primarily inpatient facilities, but that's less than 50% of the revenue for most of these uh, 
hospitals these days. So uh, the federal government is going to have uh, a challenge to determine how to regulate what the policy framework would be for a hospital where uh, most of its revenue is from non-inpatient activity and we really don't have a policy construct for that yet so that's going to create a little bit of tension so now next up is states versus drug manufacturers distributors and pharmacy benefit managers well this is unique uh, mike because um the the almost tsunami around increased drug cost uh, has in the view of most of the states uh, on behalf of their Medicaid programs and uh, their state employee health costs have not seen any remedy to these uh, what they think are runaway health care costs uh, because of drug costs. So states like Maryland and others are enacting legislation uh, on their own to control drug costs uh, since they don't think the federal government is doing enough and that puts uh, them at odds somewhat with um, the drug manufacturers who have enjoyed now really for the past 15 years uh, a lot of federal protections uh, where uh, the Medicare for instance could not contract directly with a drug manufacturer to buy drugs directly the way the Veterans uh, Administration does so states are taking it uh, on their own to uh, attack drug costs and the drug manufacturers are pushing back they'll outspend uh, state referenda like uh, just occurred in California by about seven to one to defeat state legislation to control drug costs. So that's another hot spot. Your next two combat zones have to do with clinicians directly. The first is nurses versus hospitals. Yeah, this one, uh, people are uh, a little surprised, but nurses uh, don't get the spotlight that doctors do. You read a lot about uh, physician burnout and uh, physician shortages, uh, but as it turns out, um, the nurses are in short supply and that shortage is going to be dramatically more because we have about a third of the nurse workforce uh, aging out through retirement. Um, so nurses are organizing and they are um, basically declaring their uh, autonomy. They're seeking greater latitude for diagnosing and treating. Uh, they're looking for um, uh, legislation and uh, credentials in their hospitals to um, not just diagnose and treat, but in some cases uh, they become the primary caregiver. So I think this is one to watch. Um, and, and what is uh, underneath that is the data that shows that um, consumers, the public, uh, puts higher trust and confidence in nurses than they do doctors. So that's, that's going to be one that I think will be a recurring theme over the next few years. Well, and your last combat zone has to do with doctors directly. It's physicians versus outside control. 
that's a recurring theme as well, but this one is, I think, becoming uh, much more intense because um, physicians have occupied a unique role in the system historically. They have controlled their own profession. Uh, they license uh, themselves at the state level through state licensing boards. Uh, the 24 major specialty groups uh, have uh, declared they will determine who's qualified to practice in uh, a market or a state, and yet now you have uh, three forces that are kind of infringing on that. One is uh, telemedicine and distance medicine, where uh, companies like uh, Teladoc and others are doing uh, virtual visits. Um, you've got a second, which is non-traditional uh, allopathic doctors who are providing more care. These are the alternative health providers where uh, folks are, uh, consumers are walking with their pocketbook to non-traditional providers and saying, uh, my doctor didn't tell me that that change of my diet would be actually uh, more efficacious and less costly than the drugs that you're recommending. And a third force is um, the federal government seeking to uh, expose uh, the practice patterns and the effectiveness of doctors via uh, report cards and transparency. Uh, doctors beginning uh, this year uh, are being paid by uh, a formula that includes uh, their ability to manage cost, the patient experiences, uh, and their outcomes. So those outside forces um, are threatening to a doctor um, whose training has been around, uh, I'm the captain of the ship, I make the clinical judgment, and the rest of the system goes along. And that is an old paradigm that doesn't seem plausible going forward. Well, 2018 is certainly going to be an interesting year. Paul, if someone would like to know more about you and what you do, where can they go? <laughs> Thank you. Uh, www.paulkeckley.com. Um, I just, uh, I'm a geek and I try to study the trends and I try to do this from a, a nonpartisan, I'm agnostic to the partisanship and I try to let the data take me to the uh, place it does, um, and I'd welcome any comments and questions folks might have. It was a very interesting discussion today, uh, Paul. Some uh, interesting predictions. Looking forward to seeing how these things go. Thanks so much for joining me today on the Hospital Finance Podcast. You're very welcome. Thank you much. If you enjoy the Hospital Finance Podcast, please head up to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a positive review. This concludes today's episode of the Hospital Finance Podcast. For show notes and additional resources to help you protect and enhance revenue at your hospital, visit Bessler.com forward slash podcasts. The Hospital Finance Podcast is a production of Bessler. Smart about revenue, tenacious about results.